Good morning and happy Monday, everyone. Colin Morgan here, and welcome back to episode 399 here on The Daily Grind. Today's show features Xavier Brown. Now, Xavier is a trainer to some of the top high school, college, and professional level athletes and basketball players in the country. And today's very unique. It's about doing what you love to do, the sacrifices it takes to do that, but also we're going to dive into what it takes to become a top level achiever, in this case, an athlete. And there are a lot of comparisons between athletes and entrepreneurs. Be sure you have a pen. Be sure you have a paper. Sit back and really dive deep in today's interview with Xavier Brown. Today's review of the day comes from Jason Lynette. Colin is a business machine. Now that is dedication. Colin consistently shares outstanding conversations with top people in business while also sharing his own knowledge. Whether you listen to the long form conversations or quick business bites, you'll take away effective strategies to model. Thank you so much, Jason, for the wonderful review. If you want to be featured on Review of the Day here and get a little special something for doing so, all you have to do is go to iTunes and leave a review. It's that simple. Thank you, everyone, for the continued support. One thing about being an entrepreneur is that you constantly have to be educating yourself and bettering yourself. Recently, I have been super excited about this new online learning platform, The Great Courses Plus. This platform allows you to learn whatever you want, anywhere from personal development, history, health, fitness, finance, fine art, business, and personal development, and so much more. The coolest part about this platform is that you're learning from some of the most esteemed award-winning professors in the world from top universities like Harvard. So you know the information is 100% legit and you're not just learning from some guy in his basement. This week, I would seriously recommend, again, you diving into influence, mastering life's most powerful skill. Now, I'm super excited about this course for a number of different reasons. One is I learned the dark side of influence. I think it's always great to get a different perspective and how you can use influence in a negative way in order for you to really be able to use it in a positive way. Also, how context shapes influence. And one that I was super excited about is becoming a transformational leader. You guys have to try this course out, this platform out. You can listen to it like a podcast or you can watch videos. So whichever way you like to learn, they make it really easy, whether you're on the go, whether you're driving to work, whether you're going for a walk, cooking dinner, whatever it is, it makes it really easy and accessible for you. Now, I've worked out a fantastic, amazing offer for everyone who is listening to The Daily Grind today. The Great Courses Plus is offering you a full free month of unlimited access. Yes, you heard that right. A full free month of unlimited access. But you must sign up today by going to thegreatcoursesplus.com forward slash grind. Again, that is thegreatcoursesplus.com forward slash grind. Be better today than you were yesterday. Welcome back to the show, everyone. As I mentioned, today we sit down with the amazing Xavier Brown. 
Xavier is a professional sports performance trainer that specializes in basketball performance. He has worked with high-level college and professional athletes, including Julian Newman of Prodigy Prep. Xavier has been training since 2015 and is currently at Lake Erie College as a strength and conditioning coach. As I mentioned in the intro, everyone, a lot can be learned from this episode. Be sure you get your notepad. Be sure you get your pen. And without further ado, please meet Xavier Brown. Enjoy. Well, Xavier Brown, welcome to the Daily Grind. How are you today? Doing good, man. Doing good, Colin. Thank you for having me on here. I'm really excited to be uh, to share some knowledge and share some insight. Yeah, we're all super excited you're here as well. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, Xavier, say for some listeners out there kind of being first introduced to you, just giving a brief synopsis, a little bit more of who you are and what it is you do. Yeah, of course. So I'm a professional sports performance trainer. So I've worked with all athletes, but mainly I specialize in basketball players. Um, I've worked with professional athletes. I've worked with amateur athletes, uh, elite high school players. The biggest name I probably have right now is Julian Newman of Prodigy Prep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, I've worked with him for a little bit. But, you know, anytime I get a player, you know, the biggest thing we work on is, you know, overall athleticism and explosiveness, um, injury prevention, things like that. So, you know, anything that has to, that you need taken care of physically, you know, that's what I'm here for. That's awesome, man. And how did you get into this? Like, what did you do 10 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> 10 years ago. So it's pretty funny. I'm 25 now. So uh, you've been 15. 15. So would you go to yeah. university? Did you did you go to university? Yeah. So how I got into it actually it actually happened about, I would say, like five years ago. Um, hmm. But 10 years ago, I was always into basketball. I was yeah. always playing. I played high school. Um, you know, I was trying to play in college. But for me, I was just always you know, the small one, the one that wasn't fast enough, the one that wasn't quick enough. So I guess it started really just kind of because of my own needs. Yeah. You know, I had to kind of, you know, basically catch up to everyone else. So I'm always looking for ways to improve. How can I jump higher, run faster? Um, and eventually I ended up getting hurt. So I ended up hurting my left knee twice. Um, and unfortunately, it kind of took away, you know, my game. Yeah. And so really just kind of came from, okay, well, how can I fix myself? How can I prevent this for other people? Um, so I just started looking up other things. I started doing some real deep diving. That's when I was at university of South Florida at the time. This is in 2014. Got you. Um, so right now I'm, you know, I'm studying, I'm looking at kinesiology and, um, I'm training myself in the morning. And then one day this, this guy comes in, his name is Vic. Shout out to Vic. If you listen to this, <laughs> uh, Vic actually came in and he's like, Hey man, I see you working out. Can I work out with you? And at first I was kind of apprehensive. I'm like, nah, nah this is this isn't charity. You know, I don't, I don't really want to train someone else. Uh, but he insisted. So I said, all right, well, you know what, just do what I do and keep up. Yeah. Um, eventually over time, you know, I would correct him on stuff. I would show him stuff. It got to a point where I wasn't even training anymore. And it was just him. Like he would come in and he's like, all right, what are we doing? I'm like, well, no, I got you. And I would just, I would just, you know, work him out. Um, Gotcha. And from then on, that's when I kind of realized, well, wait a minute, like, this is what I, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. It's not about me going, playing college, not trying to play professional sports. It's me helping other people because I looked at myself and saw, you know, the mistakes that I made are things that I could have done for myself that I can do for someone else. And, um, at that point, that's kind of when I became a mentor or a teacher, which is pretty funny. You know, I look back and I say, you know, I was like 20, 21 yeah. when I thought about this. 
um, at that point, I started reaching out to for internships. So I started emailing coaches. I started emailing universities. I'm in Tampa, Florida at the time. So, you know, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of major universities besides USF, yep. you know, University of Tampa. I would email coaches asking, hey, can I just come in and shadow? Can I just come and watch you do what you do? Um, no coaches really got back to me. Mm-hmm. And it was actually my mentor, Michael Butler, who actually from uh, Plant High School reached back and said, hey, you know what, come come out. He was the strength coach for the uh, the the crew team at Plant High School. Okay. And I had no idea what crew was until I got there and everyone's in boats. So <laughs> I was rowing, like, okay. Rowing, right? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, exactly. I had no idea what it was, though. So I go out there and um, he's like, all right, look, if you want to do this, I want you to just come up with a workout on the spot. I had never really met him before. I didn't know any of the athletes, and all the athletes are staring at me. There's like 15 <laughs> girls in there, and they're just staring Sink or at me. swim. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, you know what? Either I'm going to go home and just forget about this ever happening and just give up, or I'm just going to figure it out. So I figured it out, just came up with a workout on the spot. It was terrible. I didn't know what I was doing, but <laughs> I had the confidence. Like, I knew what I was doing. And uh, afterwards, Michael Butler told me to come back. And then from then on, you know, I just continued to show up, show up. Eventually, he show, he introduced me to some professional uh, strength coaches who work with semi-professional ba- baseball players. Oh, wow. And then from then and then on, he introduced me to the University of South Florida's strength coach for men and women's basketball. So I actually ended up getting an internship with the University of South Florida that I at initially applied for, <laughs> but I just had to work to get it, you know, in a different yeah. space. So it ended up working out for me. So it was, it was unique getting into it because, you know, at first it was for myself and, um, eventually over time, I just saw what I could do for others. And so it really just, it really pr- like kind of prompted me to just dive all in. Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, that's a great lesson. Cause I think so many people listening are sort of trying to find something that they can help other people with and that they're passionate about. And I think what you can do is like, look at what you're currently doing. Like, look at what you like to do on Mm -hmm. a daily basis. It could be a hobby to you, but to someone else, like you're in the gym, you can help someone. Mm -hmm. And it's funny how you just kind of went through that process and it sort of organically grew. But I think so many of us try to look for that, that thing and it's right in front of us oftentimes, but it's so obvious that we think it's too easy. Right. (laughs) Right. And and the funny thing is uh, I say to that is that, you know, I think 95% of the time we know what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I think it's, it's fear. It yep. can be fear. Like maybe thinking, Oh, I can't make a living out of this. But I always say to everyone, you know, if you're interested in something, somebody else is, you know, somebody totally. else is going to like what you like. Somebody else is going to be, is going to want to know what you know about a certain topic or subject. Even if you knit mittens, you know, somebody's going to need mittens. Somebody 100%. needs mittens in the world. And you, you love knitting mittens and that's what you're passionate about, then do it. You know, knit mittens, put them out, you know, give them to people for free. Eventually someone's going to ask, hey, how much How much for mittens? Yeah. You know, and um, I just think it's a lot of times it's like you said, we overthink it and then we think ourselves out of our passion. No doubt. So, I mean, obviously now you're working with professional athletes. You have guys like Julian Newman, you're at a university, but take us back to those early days. Like you're sitting there, you're writing emails to universities, you're constantly just getting nothing back. People are denying (laughs) you. How did you deal with that, that, that adversity? How did you deal with that just constant? No. (laughs) 
it's funny because I didn't even realize that I was being so persistent. I think that was kind of a, a skill that I had to develop mm-hmm. because it, it was very easy to be in a position where you're constantly being said, hey, no, you know, it's okay. Well, you don't have the experience. For me, I just took it as not right now. Yes. I didn't take no. I didn't take no as a forever. Yep. It just says not right now. And so anytime someone told me no, you know, I would just look at it like, okay, well, this door closed, but there's another one. You know, there's multiple ways I can get to what I need to get to. So I kind of looked at it like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to have to live with my decisions. Mm-hmm. I know if I, if I give up and I just stop trying, I'm going to live with that regret of oh, I could have, I should have. And for me, that was the one of the biggest drivers of just keep pushing forward. So, you know, I'm not saying it's easy, but I always tried to meet adversity with enthusiasm because it, I knew if I went through a challenge, you know, a challenging time period where I'm getting all these no's and I'm not really having anyone to train, you know, I know that was going to help me grow because at the end of the day, I always say it's the grind is never going to give you anything you haven't earned. Yes. You know, and it comes from that adversity. It comes from being told no. It comes from, you know, not being in a position to, you know, really grow your business yet. And so that's what I always tell people, like, wherever you are, if you're in a challenging situation, it's temporary. You know, so the way I looked at it was, okay, if I keep trying, if I keep trying to kick this door in, eventually the hinges are going to give way. Eventually. 100%. You know, it may not. And I always said, you know, it may not happen in a year. It may not happen in five. It may not happen in 10. And I had to be okay with that. I had to be okay with saying, I'm going to do whatever I can every single day, no matter what happens. And I'm going to live with the result. Because I think at the end of the day, like you said, people are embarrassed to be told no. They're embarrassed to fail, whatever that means. I don't even think failure is a real thing. But yeah. <laughs> whatever it means um, you know, to them, to going through adversity, they don't handle it well. And so they shy away from it. And I always, I always felt like I wanted to be a firefighter. Firefighters, you know, everyone's running from the fire. Firefighters are running to the fire, mm, right? You have so to have true. that type of mindset. So for me, I was like, well, this is really uncomfortable. This sucks. But I told myself, this is what I need because this is what's going to help me grow. So um, faith was the biggest thing. But just understanding and knowing that I was going to do everything that I, I said I was going to do. Um, I had what had a support system, even if it's just one person, yep. find someone that truly believes in you that says, you know what, you're going to be special. You're going to do this. I know you will. And that was, that was a big, big factor in it. And then, um, just have patience. I think a lot of times, especially in this, you know, this age nowadays, everything's so microwave, everything happens instantly. Um, I think we lost the, the art of being patient. And I think that's different from being passive. Passive is when you just kind of let things happen. Yeah. You know, you can be, you know, uh, proactive, you can be doing things, but understanding it may not happen tomorrow. And I think if you have those three things that that's going to help you get through adversity because it helped me get through adversity and challenging times. No doubt. Do you think your athletic days back in high school when you were playing basketball, when you had that injury, like facing that adversity as an athlete helped prepare you for facing that as an entrepreneur and as a trainer? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because um, I didn't even, you know, you you don't really know these things until you look back. Hindsight's mm-hmm. twenty twenty, um, but even back then, you know, it's like you said, sink or swim. It's like you can you can quit and live with that regret forever and just walk away from it, or you know, you can just 
put your head down and, and see what happens. And that's one thing that I always kept in my mind is that, you know, even though I'm going through this, oh, it sucks, you know, I'm injured again, oh, I'm hurt again. I just said, you know what, it's okay. You know, tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to give everything I have to this day. And um, I think the biggest thing was that just living with my results, that I knew if I put the work in, something was going to happen. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if it was going to be amazing. I didn't know if it was going to be great. I didn't know if it was going to suck. But I just knew if I tried and gave my effort, something was going to happen. And to me, something was better than nothing. So, yeah, I, I felt like going through those times in, in high school and playing basketball and being injured and, you know, basically having to work for everything, that definitely develops into who I am today. No doubt, man. And, I mean, a few points that you really hit on that I want to kind of continuously push because they're so important is once, like, one is the deploying of patience. And as an athlete, mm -hmm. you learn that, right? Because, like, say you have a big game in a month or say you have, for me, a big tournament in a month. You learn just, like, every day is just one little step towards that big goal and it's something so mm -hmm. small but if you continuously just keep that momentum and practice and just have patience even if it doesn't happen that game or that tournament it will happen and learn to love the process it gets you there and right like the other thing you had mentioned too or, or let's just stick on the on the patience thing because even mm -hmm. for like entrepreneurs we want things so like right now right like you start a business <laughs> you're like i need it right now like I need, I need money right now. I need customers right, right now. I need a speaking engagement right now. Um, right. For you, how do you sort of mix or balance the patience with, I think, what was the other word you used? Persistence? Yeah, patience and persistence. Yeah. <laughs> how is that a mix so, for you? So with me, um, being persistent, and everyone's definition can be different, but for me, I look at persistence as, I'm going to give my best effort every single time, all the time. Mm -hmm. So even if something, you know, even if when you do get that no or you don't get the opportunity or you get cut from a team or whatever, you know, my thing is you look at that opportunity as I'm going to try again, right? As yeah. I'm going to try again. I'm going to do this again. Even if it didn't work out the first time, let me do it a little bit differently. So obviously you don't want to be insane and do the same exact thing, but maybe you tweak a little variable. Maybe instead of working out for 30 minutes a day, 35 or 40. Yeah. Or maybe instead of writing it this way, maybe you rewrite something this way. And so for me, being persistent is about, you know, even after you go through, you know, a situation where maybe you weren't picked or selected or failed, you try again in a different way to keep going for it. And um, mixing that with patience is just understanding that it's not going to happen in one day, right? You're not going to, you're not going to win. You're not going to win a game like in basketball. You're not going to win the game on one shot. Yeah. It's just impossible. Um, so it takes a consistent effort of, you know, going through it every, a day in and day out. So being persistent, continue to go after what you want to go after. But patience is understanding that you can put all the effort in and maybe it doesn't happen tomorrow. Maybe it won't happen the next week. But understanding that you have to do it every single day. All right. And I think that's it's the commitment part that at times I don't think people really understand is that, no, this has to happen every single day. And, yeah. um, I just think, I just think honestly, like, especially with my, our generation and it's, I understand because everything is so instant, you know, our smartphones, we get information at the snap of our fingers, you know, mm -hmm. whatever we want. Um, that's kind of taken away from our patience because we get everything so instantaneously. But I mean, honestly for me and what I want everyone listening to understand is that 
mixing patience and persistence is possible, right? You can be persistent. You can grind and work hard every single day. And and patience is just going to be you understanding, look, I'm going to give everything I have today. And if it doesn't happen today, it's okay. I have tomorrow, right? But at the end of the day, you just have to understand that you don't, you have to commit to this every single day. Whatever it is that you want, you have to commit to it every single day. And over time, things will happen. You know, that's just that's just the law of the universe. No doubt. And then another thing you touched on, I think, is really important is you had mentioned the the importance of having positive people around you who can kind of lift you up. What do you see based on like the athletes that you work with? Say mm-hmm. the difference between a high level athlete and one who mm-hmm. maybe is either just starting or a little bit lower level, what's the difference in the people that they have around them? Right. So, you know, it's crazy because I actually just, uh, you know, I just, obviously I just moved to Ohio mm-hmm. and now I'm working with someone who's, you know, had that support system in a different way, you know, higher level athletes, in my opinion, uh, it may not come from necessarily a bigger family or things like that. Yep. As someone who's, like you said, just getting into it. Um, I think the biggest difference in terms of support system is probably, um, honestly, how much, you know, how much support they've given them. Right. Right. So whether it's the encouragement or the the things they say to them, like, okay, like, you know, I understand, believe you, believe in you. Um, sometimes it may come in the form of, of money paying for things and not everyone will have access to everything. But, uh, the biggest difference that I've noticed is that just a level of support that they've gotten from that one or a few people. So like we said, like I said, sometimes, you know, the athletes may not necessarily have access to some, some of these uh, resources that other athletes may have. But um, I think the level of support is going to be consistent, but how much support that the support system can give can vary a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, you just like, I look at it even for myself and you could probably speak to this. Like you look at the times where you're, you performed your best in sports or you're performing your best mm-hmm. in business. It's because the people around you are, are, are positive that, you know, they're showing you support. Maybe they're helping you, but they're not doing it in a negative way. They're doing it in like an uplifting mm-hmm. way. And times that you don't right. see those results are like, you're constantly being like d- dragged back from the shirt. Like, Oh, you're take you took a step forward, come back here. Right. Right. <laughs> and it's sad because, you know, I've, I'm, I've been so blessed to have such a great support system. My fam, my, my mom and dad or, you know, my sister, mm-hmm. brothers, like they're very supportive of me and my girlfriend. You know, honestly, it's funny. You know, I actually want to shout her out really quick, but all this, you know, pretty much happened because of her because, you know, there was a time, you know, and we can actually kind of talk about, go back to, you know, going through adversity. There was mm-hmm. a time where I was ready to, to walk away from strength, conditioning, sports performance. Um, you know, things just weren't happening for me in terms of a job, you know, after I, I moved back to Orlando from Tampa, um, I was trying to get things going and things weren't going well. And, you know, I met my girlfriend at the time, Yvonne, and she told me, Hey, you know, if, if you're really passionate about this, you know, I can see, you know, you're, un- you're unhappy trying to do other things. Why don't you stick with, with this? And I was making excuses saying, no, no, yeah. I, I don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, she really just sat me down and was just just told me, Hey, look, if you love this, you got to go for it. And, um, from then on that day, I just, I never looked back and everything, everything that I've accomplished is because of that talk. You know, I always think back to that talk and, you know, that support that she gave me. So, um, that's like a big motivator too, as well as, you know, having that support from her, I would not be where I am now. I can say that for, for a fact with a hundred percent confidence, because 
I had that turn back moment, but she was there for me. Yeah. And I understand that not everyone may have that that moment or may they may not have that support at that moment when they need it. Um, but I encourage them to just to really look at the people around you or the person around you and really have that conversation like, look, if I had this turn back moment or even hypothetically say if I have a turn back moment, you know, what would you say to me? And, um, you know, just challenge them to have that conversation. But for me, you know, I had a moment where I was ready to give up and she was there for me. So. I mean, it's like you said, man, it didn't, it didn't necessarily come from a thousand people, but it came from the right person. That's you know, it. I think that was really blessed for that. That's it. Well, like I say, right, you gotta, you, you're always going to have a million reasons why you shouldn't do something and you'll give yourself those excuses and those doubts will come in. You're sitting there and you feel like shit, but all you need, to, <laughs> all, all you need is that little one reason, right? Whether that's, per, that's the person across from you giving you support whether that's yourself writing something down on a piece of paper that something clicks or someone else, like all you need is that one reason. Right. And it's, and it's, it's so crazy that, you know, looking back, you know, I'm so glad that I, we made, I made that decision, but like you said, it's that one, that one moment mm -hmm. that I think, I think every entrepreneur, every athlete, every, I think everyone has that moment when they just think, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's that, I think that's the most important moment of anybody's lives. Because that's going to determine what you do in that moment, whether or not you decide to turn back and do something else. I think in that moment, that's when you can really shape your destiny, so to speak. You know, I think we are our own, you know, I think we are in charge of our own destinies. Um, but I just think a lot of times when people have those moments that, you know, unfortunately they turn around. And um, like I said, it's everyone's decision to make their own choice, but... I just felt like for me, I always wanted to make sure that I had that kind of, I had that in the back of my mind as a motivator. Like I almost didn't do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great, man. So, I mean, I see a lot of characteristics between athletes and, and entrepreneurs, like a lot. And you're working with some of the top athletes. What do you see behavior wise or habit wise? Like what separates the top athletes you're working with from everyone else? Mm -hmm. You know, it's very, it's very basic stuff too. You know, mm -hmm. it's funny because someone's, a couple people have asked me this, but uh, the level of commitment and consistency. Yeah. So that to me, that is the biggest one. It's not, you know, being bigger, faster, stronger. It's not having these resources. Honestly, it's the level of consistency of whatever it is that they're doing. So literally doing it every single day on on holidays. You know, Julian, for example, Julian works so hard, man. Like I, he gets a he gets a bad rap, unfortunately, because YouTube likes to you know kind of paint him as like this cocky little kid. Mm -hmm. But he works hard as hell. He puts up 500 makes, not shots, makes every single day. If he's on vacation, you know he's facetiming me and saying, "Hey man, I'm putting up shots." I'm like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> Christmas, he's putting up 500 shots. He does it day in and day out, whether he feels like it or not. And um, for me, that is how you separate yourself because there are going to be times when athletes are going to take their birthday off they're going to take you know this holiday off and obviously you know if you want to spend time with your family i'm not saying you, you can't but to me that is the biggest difference that i've seen from julian is that he's talented he's he's very talented mm -hmm. but he's committed and he's more consistent than anyone i've ever seen and he will literally do his he will have his workout and he will do the workout every single day and for me i think that's that was just the biggest thing that i noticed you know the level of discipline making sure that he's doing what he's supposed to be doing every single day. Um, 
and he puts his effort in. So discipline, consistency, and effort. I think those are the three things that Julian really displays, and I've seen in even high-level professional athletes that they've always displayed. They've always stuck to those three values, and um, consistently they've always been, been you know, a step ahead just by being consistent. Yeah, and it's funny, right? Because I think if you were to ask him and like survey other people around him who maybe don't work as hard, and you ask mm-hmm. them all, like, what are you working towards? Why are you working so hard? His mm-hmm. why and his answer would probably be so much more clear and high level than everyone else's. Right, all right. And that's a big, that's actually a big one as mm-hmm. well. I think a lot of times, you know, especially with me, when I, I was still trying to figure things out, my why wasn't clear. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was like, uh, I kind of had a general idea of where I wanted to go. But when I wrote it down, you know, that's when things started happening, happening for me. So I wrote down about a year ago, a little bit over a year now, but I wrote down that I was going to be professional, um, professional sports performance trainer. I wrote it down. I wrote down, you know, my name and I wrote down like a full on sentence that, that I, I wanted to say to someone one day that I want to say to you, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote down Xavier Brown, the, the professional sports performance trainer who specializes in basketball performance training. I wrote that down. I had it on, I have it on my wall. And um, I wrote that about July of last year. I'm not even joking when I tell you within a year, all of this has happened for me. And it's not even a, it's a humble brag. I never want to do that. But I want really want people to understand that if I can do it, then anyone else can. You know, have that, that reason why. Be clear about it. You know, a specific goal that you want. And then from then on, you know where you're going. If you have no clear-cut destination, then you're going to be wandering for the rest of your life. No doubt. It's like shooting a basketball, but you don't know where the net is. <laughs> Close, with your you know? eyes closed. <laughs> it's true, man. You're shooting it up. You could have perfect form. You could be shooting every day. But if you don't know where that basketball is, it's never going to go in the hoop. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> I tell people that. That's actually a great analogy. Yeah. I love the fact that you threw basketball in there. But, <laughs> yeah, man, if you don't have your eyes on the rim – you don't know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same thing in life. Like you said, you got to write down what you want and your attention needs to be on it daily. Can't skip it because of the day you skip it, you start back at zero. And that's that practice of those habits that really drive in that consistency. Right. Exactly. Perfect word to habits. Mm-hmm. Great athletes have great habits and it's, it's very basic. It's not even, you know, earth shattering. People know what they yeah, but people know what they need. To, they need to do. They just don't do it, yeah. right? And that's and that's why I always tell people: look, if you're disciplined, that automatically is going to separate you from everybody. Because if you think off the top of your hand, how many people are just 100% disciplined? If you say more than five, then you I'd say you live an exceptional life. <laughs> you have great people around you. Yeah. But just just the sheer number of people that are disciplined is so little that you being disciplined and committed is going to make all the difference. No doubt. What's the most important habit you practice daily? Mm, the most important habit. Like in your I opinion. Say, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. My opinion. I would say, honestly, learning. Mm. You know, I try to learn every single day. Um, I just felt like as an individual, I'll never know everything. You know, I will never be 100% right all the time. And I can never go out and and say that, oh, I know this, I know that, if I have no idea about the topic or whatever it is. So I always make it a point to try to learn something new every single day. It doesn't matter what it is. 
it could be anything. It could be nothing related to sports performance, but just learning in general, because I think everything can tie in together if you find a way. You know, just learning how to be a better, you know, better human being, how to be more caring, more empathetic. Um, that's going to tie into me being a coach. You know, I don't look at myself solely as a trainer, but also as a coach and a mentor, because the guys that I work with, they confide in me things as well. They tell me things that they're going through and maybe they can tell me something that I can help them with. But I'll never be able to do that if I don't grow as a person and I'll never grow as a person if I don't learn. So I make it a point to learn something new every single it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> like literally I, the other day I was practicing how to edit videos. Right. Yeah. And, and that to me, that's maybe it doesn't translate necessarily to basketball or maybe it does, because now I know how to edit my basketball videos on my Instagram page a little bit differently. Exactly. Maybe I can do this a little bit different. So everything, everything matters. Everything ties into what, to something. So my biggest thing is to always just learn something new every day. doesn't matter what, how big it is, but that also challenges me because now it's putting me in a position where I may not know something. All right. And it's un to me, it's uncomfortable when I don't know something because I enjoy, you know, I don't know, egotistically, I enjoy, you know, understanding things. You know, I think that's just human nature to be comfortable and to, to know what they know, but to kind of get out of your comfort zone, to learn something you don't know or to challenge yourself and say, I don't know that. I think that takes I think that's the one that takes, you know, throwing your ego to the side and then also putting yourself in a position to, to be understanding. So the biggest thing with me is just learning. I think that's really important. Don't ever stop. Don't ever stop learning because at that point you'll stop growing. No doubt. I love it, man. Well, if people wanted to, to reach out, connect with you, learn more about your journey, where's the best place they can go? The best place you guys can go if you wanted to reach out to me would be Instagram. So you can follow me at the sport. That's the sports sports is spelled with a Z at the end geek all together. Um, I post, you know, content on there for training purposes. You know, that's probably the best way is to just DM me. I'll, I'll get back to you. Um, I also have a website. If you guys would like to go on there and uh, go a little bit more detail about, you know, some training and things like that. Uh, you can find me at www.gritandgrind.net. Um, I actually just released an online program. So for those that maybe would like to train with me, maybe get some um, some performance training that I offer that my professional athletes get and you don't live in the city of Cleveland or Ohio in, in general, you can just go on there. My online grind is on there. You can purchase it. And once you purchase it, if you email me, I'll also you know maybe throw in some downloadable content for you as well. But um, those are the two biggest ones. So if you guys like to reach out to me, those, those are the things you can do. Amazing, everyone. I will share all these links on my social links. And if you're following me on Instagram, I'll make it super simple for you. But go ahead and follow Xavier on Instagram and visit gritandgrind.net. Make sure you get that online grind going. I promise everyone we didn't really like grit and grind. This just fits in perfectly with the show. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't set this up, but I love it. <laughs> it was meant to happen, man. That's exactly why I have it. That's it, man. Well, uh, Xavier, the way we end the show here on The Daily Grind is we're going to give you the floor and you have the opportunity today to share with our audience the thought of the day. So one thing or one thought we can all go home with today. Be fearless. You know, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve or anything you're trying to go for, it can and it will happen for you. Be fearless and be persistent. You know, even if you get a no the first time, no doesn't mean forever. No means just for now. So the biggest thing, man, is just have that confidence, have that understanding that I will become what I know that you know you will become so whatever it is keep going for it it hasn't happened yet but it will 
Amazing. And as you can see from this interview, everyone's success is driven by passion, hunger, and today being fearless. Everyone has to overcome obstacles. Everyone has a story. Start building yours today. Today, we had the chance to speak with the amazing Xavier Brown. Xavier, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and coming on the show here with us today. Colin, man, come on. Uh, This is an honor being on here by itself. So the pleasure is all mine, man. Thank you. Oh, the pleasure is definitely all mine. And everyone, if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure you're subscribed to the podcast, drop us a comment, share this out with a friend. Until next time, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding. Yeah.